All right, guys, let's do a quick fantasy check-in on the Orlando Magic. Of course, a player who's been killing it at the moment is Nikola Vucevic, the number eight ranked player over the last couple of weeks. I've continued to say this, but as long as the Magic are you know, in, in competitive position for a playoff spot, I don't think Vucevic is getting traded. I don't think his minutes are getting reduced for Muhammad Bamba, and I think his production can keep up to a degree. The field goal percentage is significantly higher than anything we've seen from Vucevic, so that could drop at any point. But the other numbers are pretty much right in line with what he's been doing throughout his career, um, scaled up for the extra minutes that he's receiving. Terrence Ross is providing a nice scoring punch off the bench, 16 points per game over his last six. He is a top 100 sort of a player. He's a fringe 12-team league guy. I think you should be looking at him in your standard leagues, while a guy like DJ Augustin, he's, he is outside the top 150 over the last couple of weeks. He's providing you know, six assists per game, one three a game. There's enough value in him to consider him a 12-team league type of fringe player. A guy who's struggling at the moment is Evan Fournier, shooting only 37% recently. He's a pretty comfortable 12-team league guy, but a lot of consternation with his team surrounds John Isaac, who is struggling, especially in terms of getting his defensive numbers, which is really the bellwether for him in terms of being able to bring fantasy value. He's only averaging half a steal and 0.3 blocks over his last six games. He's doing not much else in the other categories, under a three, nine points, five rebounds. It's all going to come down to whether those steals and blocks return for Isaac. I still believe in him. I still have you know, faith in him as a 12-team league guy. In a 10-team league, you can probably do better. But if you're in a struggle situation, you're down the bottom of the standings and you're still holding Isaac. We're getting a quarter of the way through the season. We're getting to that point where you have to make a determination that perhaps you need to move on and find someone else. Because while it might come, it might not come until January. And by then, you're not even in the, um, you're not even in the uh, fantasy playoff sort of picture and it's away. So that's what I'm looking at with Isaac. Um, yeah, a hold in most cases, but it's all going to come down to whether the steals and the blocks can actually turn around from him. Aaron Gordon, also yeah, relatively solid, but I think there is some improvement still coming from him. But I don't think we should be relying upon the shooting getting back to the level that we saw to begin this season. Let's do a quick fantasy check-in now on the Philadelphia 76ers. General Soreness, Jimmy Butler in town now. So we're getting a bit of an idea of how this team's going to work. It was a little bit shaky to begin for the Philadelphia 76ers, but over the last two weeks, Butler is still the 21st ranked player. He's only averaging the 18 points per game, and it's only coming on under 24% usage, but he's providing value in other areas. Almost six rebounds, 2.3 steals, 45 and 91%. Now there is, I guess, a, an element of flukiness here because those high steal numbers, they can come down at any point. The assists are definitely suppressed here for Butler in Philadelphia, so that's something to watch. So while I think Butler can still be a relatively strong fantasy asset, and I think his usage can improve from where it currently is at, it's currently below JJ Reddick's over the last two weeks, and I think that can increase. But that steal number, if that drops, and if it drops, say, to 1.7, then we could have a 20, 30, 40 spot fall in Butler's rankings, depending on how the other categories shake out. So someone to pay attention to. Simmons is the 34th ranked player. 17, 7.5, and, and 8, just doing what he does. The free throws are the real worry there, and he is a clear top 20 player in a punt free throw type setting, and Embiid's doing what he's doing, although a little bit down at the moment, especially with the lower free throws, 75%, but you're not too much to worry about Embiid. He's going to you know, improve back up to be that top 15 type of player. Outside of those three guys, there's not much happening for Philadelphia. Baby Neck Wilson Chandler is the starting power forward, but he is not a 12 or 14, or maybe even a 16-team league option. He's dealing with another injury at the moment. He should be back for today's game. 
but not much to really pay too much attention to with Chandler. Mike Muscala started last game. He is a deep league streamer at best. Landry Shamet is your bargain bin. Wayne Allington, uh, a guy that can come in and hit two triples a night but do very little else. TJ McConnell is your steel streamer, a bad version of uh, Big Shaq Harrison of, Chicago, of the Chicago Bulls. A guy to really watch though on this team, more for future years, is Furkan Korkmaz. Now, he's probably not going to be with the Sixers next season as they declined his rookie option, but I, sh- I think he's shown enough flashes to at least have some level of dynasty appeal uh, at some point on another team pushing into a 20, 24-minute-a-night roller. I could see that happening for him and get some steals, a decent rebounder, some scoring, some threes, you know, something interesting there. But otherwise, apart from this Butler dynamic and what's going to happen, will his usage rise, will his steals drop? I think this team is relatively settled at the moment from a fantasy point of view, and not much is going to change as the season really uh, moves forward too much. Let's do a check-in now on the Phoenix Suns from a fantasy point of view. Devin Booker out with a hamstring, probably going to be missing a couple of weeks of action here. Changes in their starting lineup uh, with McCall Bridges in there now. Elia Kobo is going to be starting in place of uh, Devin Booker moving forward. Kobo has been up and down in his couple of big games recently, but I still do believe that he is a must-roster 12-team league guy who should be a top 150 guy for the rest of the season. I also think that McCall Bridges yeah, should be able to be a top 150 guy as well. I would probably prioritize a Kobo over Bridges in terms of who I'm adding. Bridges is just really low usage at the moment, and his value, much like Jonathan Isaac of the Magic, is going to really come from those low volume categories, which can be a hit or miss. The steals and blocks is what I'm talking about there. A Kobo would be a guy that I'm looking looking to add for this team. One guy who has been really performing well is Rashawn Holmes, the 80th ranked player over the last two weeks. It's on the back of some probably unsustainable numbers. 18 minutes a night, 1.1 steals, 2.1 blocks, and 69% from the field. His value is really coming from that huge block total and those field, that field goal percentage, numbers which are far away from what he's really done throughout his career. So while he can be a streaming option, I'd rather his former Philadelphia team at Nerland's Noel if I'm looking to stream in defensive numbers. And I think that this little run from Holmes is pretty clearly going to cool off. But of course, if DeAndre Ayton gets injured, then Rashawn is going to have a tremendous amount of value. Trevor Ariza, also a top 100 player over the last couple of weeks, he's fine for 12-team leagues, while Josh Jackson has value as long as Tony Warren Jr. is sidelined. Jackson has improved from a really poor start to the season, but field goal percentage is going to be an issue with him, and I just don't don't think the minutes are necessarily going to quite be high enough to maintain season-long value for uh, for Joshy Jackson. Um, Bridges, Bridges is the guy who's really disappointing at the moment, who I think that you can have a look at. I'd be adding him in all 16-team leagues and just keeping a watch on anything shallower at this point with a Kobo being the preference for the Phoenix Suns.